War Eagle. This is War Bloggle. With, uh, well, I'll get to the intro in a second. Let's get a few people on here first. We are live on Twitter, Twitch, Facebook, and YouTube, I believe. Uh, got one whole person watching, and I think it's me. If you're watching, you may be listening to this later, then we'll fast forward through all this. If you're watching, there's you'll see I have the best play in college football history playing in the background. I couldn't figure out uh, my background, so I just threw that up there. So we'll go ahead and start. If you're not here now, you'll hear it later. War Eagle, this is War Bloggle with Bloggle Spot number 233. I got to 200 quick, and then they just slowed down after that. It is Thursday, August 25th. It's 9.04 in the p.m. of Central Standard Time. It is 73 degrees outside. We are, what, we're two days away from a college football game. I think there was actually some, like, Division two or three uh, playing tonight, but... Saturday, there's a few games. Um, Vandy, Hawaii is about the only one I know of just because I know it's Vandy. I know it's SEC. I believe maybe New Mexico State and Nevada. Some teams you've heard of, but probably not football you're going to want to watch. People will watch it. But, um, you know, everybody loves to say they're ready for football season. And then usually, like, the first games are these kind of things, week zero stuff. and um, yeah, Alabama State and uh, Howard are playing as well. D-Rock says in the chat, what's up, D-Rock? Um, but, you know, everybody says they're ready. They're, they're going, I'll watch anything right now. And then they realize, hey, I've got a Saturday. I can, it's the last Saturday before I'm going to be doing something from for 15 hours a day. Um, so maybe that's how I am. I, I, that's how I am with basketball most of the time. Um, I you get excited for March Madness, but then one, now at this point, though, once Auburn's out, I couldn't care less. Uh, but so really, I'm not a uh, just watch football just for the sake of football person. At least not. I mean, yeah, if Florida was playing Utah, which they do play in the first week, I believe, uh, I'd watch that probably just because. But I'm not. I mean, Vandy in Hawaii is at 1130 at night as well which I'll be up, so I may watch it. Um, so, I don't know. It's it's one of those things where it's like, oh, we're so excited for football, and then do you really care? I mean, is it really real? It's not. Um, but, you know, it's here. Uh, high school football started last week. Opelika beat Callaway, where uh, Tank Bigsby's from, and um, whatever that line offensive lineman we had. And... They play Jeff Davis, I want to say. And Carver was playing. Um, they play Jeff Davis this week, tomorrow, Friday. Um, Carver, who we have that five-star DN that Auburn's hopefully getting over Alabama and Georgia and blah, blah, blah. He's playing tonight, I guess. Um, so high school football's here. It feels like it started earlier than ever. I remember, you know, back – 30 years ago, 20 years ago, you went to school after Labor Day, and now they've already had two football games before Labor Day. Um, so, 
It's getting there. I finally started feeling the the itch of of college football, getting excited about tailgating, getting excited about going to the games. Later and later in life, it's not that I don't care anymore. It's that I actually put off thinking about it because, you know, it's kind of like Christmas. Like when you're little, you think about Christmas from Thanksgiving to Christmas or maybe even before. Some of you idiots who have Christmas trees up on November 1st, you've obviously have problems and never grew up. But um, you just don't. I just try to push it off and not think about it. That's kind of a, a thing I figured out how to do in life is even with Christmas. It's like I don't think about it till it's about a week before, obviously by gifts and stuff. But I don't sit there and think, oh, it's tomorrow or six more days. I say that as I, I do the countdown to kickoff a oh, uh, hundred game, hundred days in advance. But I've learned to push it, push those thoughts off. So, you know, I, this now I've finally gotten the itch. Um, there wasn't a the Opelika game was was away last week, so I didn't get to go. So I hadn't really been to a football game other than I went to a middle school football game tonight. Uh, but you know. I'm just now starting to feel it get going. Um, I'm thinking about tailgating and or not tailgating because nobody will pay for it. Um, but real quick, I'll, I just pulled up the schedule for this weekend for two days from now. Um, well, that's the SEC schedule. Hold on, let me pull up the. Well, obviously, the only SEC game is Hawaii Vanderbilt at Hawaii on CBS Sports Network. Who has that channel? I think we might all. Uh, but again, I'm not getting excited. I'm not going to think about it until uh, I'll probably get excited Monday because that'll be game week. And that, that's when I'll actually have to start writing things on Warboggle, you know, that website I used to kind of do a lot. Um, I actually do have things posted. Uh, this idiot I know named Bo and this other guy named um, Barning Man, they have written a few things the past few weeks, past few days. Pretty good stuff. I wouldn't tell that to to their face, but. Uh, good stuff about, you know, just expectations. Uh, Bo was writing about how the, the narrative of Auburn's going to suck just because we don't know who the quarterback is yet. And we ended on a whimper last year, um, how that's wrong. And it is. I mean, Auburn Auburn has a talented team. Um, Auburn has, you know, top half of the SEC talent. Um, more than, I mean, top maybe top quarter top third um and it's all it's we're not we're not we're not missouri we're not arkansas we're not mississippi state it's just that there's nothing for them for the um uh, nothing for the casual fans to uh nothing for the casual fans to kind of hold their hang their hat on to to or even think we're going to be good I get it. You know, we thought Calzada was going to – I'm not going to talk about that yet. I'll talk about that in a second. But, you know, we ended losing five in a row, lost to Houston in the Birmingham Bowl. People forget that Auburn was seconds from winning the Iron Bowl with a backup quarterback that could barely walk. I mean, that that's not a simple thing to do. I mean, that that's – I mean, that's not just like, oh, they almost beat – uh, LSU, well, which we did kill them with Bo Nix, but um, I mean, this isn't a team that just doesn't have any players. I mean, it's a lot of the carryover from all the crap from the Harson stuff and people thinking that's going to affect anything. It's not at all. I mean, if anything, it has proven that, you know, the pe and the players have said this, 
the people that are left are the ones that wanted to be here, the ones that wanted to work. The bad ones are gone. They're not necessarily the bad ones, but the ones that just didn't want to have anything to do with it, they're gone. So it's it's a better situation in a sense because last year it was still a lot of, well, I'm going to stay here and play because I got the scholarship. Well, we got them gone now. And, yes, it'd be nice to have some of them. I can think of one maybe off the top of my head. Um, but it'd be nice to have some, but it, it in the end, it's kind of like the, the trash, not the trash. I can't think of another word to say the ones who didn't want to want to stick around and the one didn't want to buy in, they're gone. And the ones that are left are the ones that were pulling for him. You know, you had people like, um, uh, Kobe Hudson, he's just the one at the top of my head who, you know, talked trash about Harson, said bad things about him. He's gone. Um, and he was part of that whole, uh, character thing and how he treated his players and, and blah, blah, blah. But then you have people come out and say, no, what he's saying is not true. Or the ones that are saying that are the ones that are just mad about their playing time or mad or whatever. Um, and then, you know, so you, you don't have that anymore. You don't have that. I'm sure there's, they're not all perfect and not all love every little thing, but it's like, it takes that year to at least get a, a foundation. And, you know, I wasn't one of those saying, oh, this is a rebuilding year. Or this is whatever. I mean, we still started six and two. Bo Nix got hurt. We had to put in TJ. He got hurt really. Um, and still there were games like South Carolina shouldn't happen. I mean, we should have won that game regardless. Should have, could have, should have, whatever. Did enough to win the Iron Bowl. The bowl game was just whatever because a bunch of players didn't play and and Houston Super Bowl. Um, but you know, it last year was not a throwaway year. It just ended with bad injury, even another injury. But there were still like things that showed that the the talent level was still there. Um, again, I'm gonna go back to this again. You don't almost beat Alabama with just a crap team. I mean, and and people don't know who the quarterback is, so we're all of a sudden gonna be bad. And they saw that some of the boosters or whoever or whatever all the junk was in February was, they think that's hanging around and it's not at all. I hadn't thought about it once. Nobody even really talks about it other than you went through an off season of turmoil. No, he went through about two weeks, and then everything was fine. So, anybody telling you that they know Auburn? Now, Auburn might not be great. We might just have a bad season. We might be six and six. We might have another injury or two. Tank might go down. Uh, Whatever may happen, and we might not be good. But that's not because of what happened last year. That's not because of whatever. It's just sometimes you, you may not have a good season or the building blocks are still not there. And I mean, we've still got um, players that were not recruited by Harson playing, uh, maybe don't fit his scheme completely. Um, so you never know. I mean, I'm not saying we're not going to have a bad season, but the reason people are going to ha- are saying we have a bad season is just flat out laziness. It's just, I don't know anything. So I'm going to assume bad. And honestly, you know, you're hearing it from Alabama fans or rival fans or our terrible fans that not our terrible fans, the one, the fans that are terrible that, you know, they want us to be bad. So of course they're going to say that. I mean, Alabama fans want any chance to bash Auburn and say they're not going to be good. So they're going to obviously go in with, I mean, I, I was eating lunch today 
uh, and there were two Alabama fans across the room, and I just kind of heard what they were talking about. And they were talking about how Alabama was going to be so good. And they were talking about how Auburn, they were like, oh, they're going to be terrible. And all they knew was Tank Bigsby. And they said, now he's good. I wish we had him or I'm scared of him. But I don't even know who the quarterback is. So they looked up who the quarterbacks were. And the guy went, TJ Finley and Zach Calzada, who are they? Well, I mean, TJ Finley is the one that almost beat you on one leg last year. And Zach Calzada is the one that did beat you last year. So, again, it's people that don't have a clue and want Auburn to be bad saying that Auburn's going to be bad just because they're lazy or it's just because they it's what they want to say. Now, this has been a thing forever with Auburn. If Auburn goes 10-2 and two, the next year, they're going to be picked to win the national championship. If they go 7-5, and five, it doesn't matter if we add 405 stars. The next year, we're going to be worse. That's how it always is. If we're decent, we're going to be awesome the next year. If we're bad to mediocre, we're going to be awful the next year. That's how it always is. It's nowhere near the treatment that Alabama gets where it's, oh, they lost 46 five-stars. Well, they've got 46 five-stars to replace them. Never mind you hadn't seen those players play before. Um, but they're immediately, you know, Alabama's going to be better every year no matter what happens. Now, I understand why that is, but Auburn gets the opposite uh, treatment, I guess you could say. Um, I was going to talk about that, the schedule for this weekend, but I got on a tangent. Uh, let me pull it up real quick. Do we have any... Somebody said the stream was gone in YouTube, but I'm still seeing it in Twitter. I don't know. Here's the schedule for week zero. We have too many ads popping up on this page. We got, oh, this is crap. I shouldn't even talk about it. Austin P at Western Kentucky at 9 a.m. on CBS. So wake up for that one. Nebraska at Northwestern. That's not terrible. North at 9.30 in Dublin, Ireland. So, I mean, that's not terrible. Jack State and Stephen F. Austin at Crampton Bowl. Idaho State, UNLV, Connecticut, Utah State, Wyoming at Illinois, Duquesne at Florida State. Florida State might lose that one. Alabama State, Howard at Montgomery. Are they playing? Is there some kind of doubleheader maybe? Jack State, Stephen F. Austin are playing at Crampton Bowl too. Charlotte and Florida Atlantic, Florida A&M in North Carolina, Nevada, New Mexico State, and Vanderbilt, Hawaii. So there's names there. You got Nebraska Northwestern, UNLV, if that's a name, Florida State, North Carolina, Nevada, Vanderbilt, Hawaii. I mean, there's some names there. But again, it's not, and I could have sworn it was 1130 for Vanderbilt, Hawaii, but it's 730. I don't know where I saw that. So there's some names. There's, I mean, I'm not saying I'm not going to walk, watch a second of it, but I probably am going to go to Auburn's. Um, they're having to open kind of like fan day. They don't really do it like they used to, but uh, open practice at 2 o'clock on Saturday. Um, my guess is that's going to kind of be the last hurrah for the quarterback battle. So let, we can talk about that for a second. Um, so TJ Finley, we know what he, you know, we think we know what he has. And that's, that's kind of, that's where this all starts is everybody didn't really th think TJ Finley was going to have to play a ton last year. Of course, as soon as Bo Nix took one step wrong that for some people they wanted him replaced immediately. And TJ Finley came in and won the Georgia state game. And of course, everybody had to have their quarterback controversy until Bo Nix pr proved them wrong hugely 
bigly in the Arkansas game, the LSU game, um, and just kind of shut that down. But once C.J. Finley came in, uh, you know, we kind of saw what he had. He, he's not fast. He can throw a good ball, but, you know, if you had a shotgun, you could knock a few of them down. Um, but just, like I said, that's kind of where this this issue is with T.J. Finley. We saw what he was at that time, at least. He had less than a year in the system, but we saw what he was physically. So you have Zach Calzada pop up from Texas A&M, and, you, and everybody assumes he's going to take it over. And I know a lot of people have already hatched this out, but um, you assume he's going to take it over. Well, he does, he's hurt. He doesn't play in the spring. T.J. Finley doesn't look awful. Then you got Robbie Ashford from Hoover slash Oregon that comes in, and he's not bad either. Um, but all signs have been pointing to T.J. knows the offense better. Calzada just hadn't picked it up as quickly. Robbie is more of a running threat um, and just maybe more athletic. He's probably – he's definitely more athletic than T.J., but T.J. has the mental aspect of it down because he's had over a year in the system. These other two haven't. So, but ever the issue is everybody knows, quote unquote, you know, like everybody knew everything about Harson in, in February. Everybody knows now that, you know, what we've seen with TJ is it's not ever going to get better than that. Um, now, I don't know if any of y'all have ever watched sports, but people aren't always the same every from year to year. People get better when they do something, usually, especially if it's a mental thing where they have to learn the system. People learn more and get better. Now, I don't know that last year the issue, the issue was, you know, TJ was throwing to the wrong guy or staring down one guy or whatever or just didn't know the plays. It was more of a he couldn't get out of the pocket and and it was just just kind of – he was just back there sometimes. Um, but that's – I mean, again, you know my stance. Unless I find out that a player's point-shaving – I'm going to pull for whoever they put out there. I'm never – and I'm usually – when we get into one of those stupid situations, like we kind of almost did last year, where people were booing Bo and wanting TJ in, it made me not want TJ. Just not anything to do with him, but just because we have the stupid side of people that boo the starting quarterback that's out there playing and has played for the last two or three years and won us a lot of games, um, regardless of what has happened since those games and – has him out in different places now, but um, so that'll make me pull for that guy. But again, I'm going to pull for whoever they put out there. Um, unless I find out they're point shaving or called my kid ugly. Um, so if it's TJ, it's TJ. I don't, the good thing is Auburn has two games that should be very winnable and easily winnable. And they can use these two games to figure it out a little bit. I know people don't want to hear that, but you have that luxury. And there's nothing wrong with it. Like this isn't a test. Like you don't, you don't have to have your starting quarterback a thousand percent locked in for the whole season on game one, minute one. When you're playing Mercer, you can do some things. When you're now, you could also argue that those teams aren't going to really show you what you're going to see in the SEC, so you're not really getting a full um, idea of what they're going to look like the rest of the year. But that. That I mean, that is a valid argument, but it's still you can maybe see who's able to pick up the offense or who able to, who's able to run the offense and get the team to rally around them, regardless of who you're playing. I mean, we've seen it. Georgia State almost beat Auburn last year. 
2017, Mercer kept it close against Auburn. And that was the same year. I mean, that was with Stidham. We only won 24 to 10. Now we did fumble like three times inside the 20. That would have, you know, blasted the game wide open. But um, that was the same year that, you know, we beat Alabama and Georgia, who were both ranked number one and beat both of them by double digits. So it's those games can be a little hairy. We saw it. We, if they called TJ Finley down on one of those passes he completed last year against Georgia State, Auburn loses to Georgia State. So it, college football is a little more open than people like to, you know, say. I mean, it's not every game is not a blowout just because you don't know the two teams' names or they're not, you know, top 25 teams. So um, it, it can, we can use these games to, Figure things out. Figure out who who rallies the team better. Who do they who do they gravitate towards? I don't know who that is. I mean, that most of them have been around TJ Moore. Calzada has done good things, but there's probably also a reason he's not playing at Texas A&M anymore. I mean, they had better uh, you know better quarterbacks there physically, but he definitely he beat Auburn last year. He got knocked out of the game and came back in. He's a tough guy, so, you know, I don't care. I, I'm i not going to be that guy that just bashes the coaches because I don't – because me, the person who has literally seen zero minutes of practice and what we thought and think and, and wanted and assumed didn't happen. I'm not just all of a sudden – I mean, the, again, those guys are getting paid to figure out the best way to win. They are at the practices. They know that almost every decision could affect their job, especially this year. As, as stupid as that is in year two um, of a of a coaching uh, whatever regime. So those guys know everything is on the line. They're not just going to pick who you didn't want because they don't like you. Bad man on the TV type stuff, which was half of everybody's problem with Gus is just they grew to not like seeing him on TV. Um, which is, you know, stupid. But anyway, so week zero, I don't care. I might watch a little bit of it. Um, if we go into, I'm gonna go through Auburn's schedule really quick. So obviously, we know we got Mercer coming up first. Um, Arkansas plays Cincinnati. Didn't know that. We got Georgia, Oregon in first week, so Bo gets to play Georgia in Atlanta. Uh, that'll be interesting. I'm, I'm obviously pulling for Bo in that one just because it's Georgia. LSU, Florida State had no idea. I literally had no idea that was happening in New Orleans. Ole Miss, Troy, Mississippi State, Memphis. Mm, South Carolina has Georgia State, and Vanderbilt has he Hawaii this week. Elon next week. Wow, what a matchup! Um, so let's just go through Auburn. We got Mercer. San Jose State, um, I saw somebody a few weeks ago say that, uh, who was it, Al, Al Borges was there? No, he played. He was there before we played San Jose State ten, five years ago, whenever it was. So 2-0 and o should be. Penn State coming to Auburn, it kind of sucks that it's a 2-30 game. I don't know why we allow TV to decide absolutely everything. There should be, you should get one exemption every year and be like, no, we don't want you. We would have definitely put that as a night game. Um, so, you know, 
toss up because we have no idea. We don't know who the quarterback is. I know our team's talented enough to beat Penn State, probably more talented than Penn State. Something I noticed, I saw today, Penn State is the first Big Ten team to ever come to Auburn. So that's interesting. I didn't, I don't know who I was thinking had ever come to Auburn, but um, I knew Maryland had come to Auburn, but that's not Big Ten, even though, no, it's not Big Ten. I don't even know why I'm saying it. Um, Who else? I don't know. I knew Ohio State had in Michigan. I don't know. Maybe I thought Iowa came had come. I don't know. Uh, then we have Missouri. Should be an easy win. We're talking three and one, four and zero oh at worst. No, four and zero, oh, three and one at worst. LSU at Auburn. I don't know why anybody thinks LSU will be good. I know they have a coach that everybody's heard of. They have a coach that was Notre Dame, so he's a big deal. But also, Auburn destroyed LSU. Not destroyed, but Auburn beat LSU last year at home, first time since. 99, um, which I had kind of forgotten that game happened. Just it, Last year was such a pre-bow, during-bow, after-bow season. During-bow, after-bow. Um, DB, A-B, A-B, that I just kind of forgot everything that happened before he got hurt. But, you know, went down in Death Valley at night game and won. Uh, this year they come here, it'll probably be 2.30. Let me see. That week is also Alabama-Arkansas. Kentucky Ole Miss, everybody's on Kentucky's jock again, and they love Lane, so they'll be on his jock. Ole Miss will probably be 4-0. Miami, Florida, Youngstown State, and Northern Illinois. So that might be CBS game. Texas A&M, Mississippi State, I don't know, maybe. I don't know. So LSU-Auburn could be uh, 2-30 again. Uh, Auburn could easily be 5-0. They could be 4-1. They could be 3-2. I don't see anything worse than 3-2. If we got really stupid and lost to Missouri at home, also Missouri's never been to Auburn. So that's two firsts in a row. Uh, Penn State's never been. Missouri's never been. Uh, so 5-0 and o is is realistic. It really is. And everybody's going to be excited and love it. Or people have already kind of talked themselves into this. I, I saw other podcasters and people that love to talk say this already, that you know Auburn could easily go 5-0 and o and everybody's going to be pumped, but then they play Georgia. And then they go they go to Georgia, to Oxford. Um, obviously, two losable games. Uh, people aren't – I mean, people are high on Georgia, but they're not high like, hey, we're that's the national champion and they're going to kill everybody like they are with Alabama every year because they lost a lot of first-rounders. But um, obviously, losable game. But Ole Miss at Oxford, I don't – I'm never scared of Ole Miss. I don't care what they are. Um, they could be – Let's see. What was I looking at earlier when I said that? I was looking at the wrong team. Ole Miss plays Troy, Central Arkansas, Georgia Tech, Tulsa, Kentucky, Vanderbilt. They could be – they should be 5-1 and one at absolute worst. Uh, maybe Georgia Tech beats them in Atlanta. But – so they'll come in a little hot. They'll destroy Vanderbilt right before they play Auburn. I just – Ole Miss doesn't scare me. People get excited because – Lane Kiffin is funny. It's it's the same thing with Arkansas. Their coach is kind of funny. He doesn't look like a head coach. He's so nice. So we love Arkansas. So now that's Ole Miss is getting that treatment as well. They're not a perennial power. So anytime they're halfway good, that means they're really good. That's the Arkansas effect. Anytime they're halfway good, we love them. Um, so I don't know. I mean, the whole point with this was Auburn could be five and zero. 
but then they've got to go to two road games. Definitely both are losable. They could go one and one easily. And if they play excellent and Georgia has issues, which, you know, why do we think Georgia's going to be good all the time now? They it it took them forty years in a miracle to win. So uh they're not gonna be good two years in a row. It's gotta be forty years before they win the next national championship. Um so let's just say five and oh. I'm I'm just going to say one and one. I don't know who they lose to, who they win, who they beat. Obviously, Georgia will be the easier easier one to lose, and Ole Miss will be the easier one to win. So we'll say one, two, three, four, five, six, and one going into a bye week. There's four teams, five teams off that week, the week of October 22nd. So six and one. Then we play Arkansas at home. We win 38 to 15. Then we go to Mississippi State. I saw uh, one highly touted writer say that Auburn was going to lose at Oxford and at Mississippi State. I know Auburn lost to Mississippi State last year. That was the game the defense absolutely collapsed, but it was also the game that Bo Nix got hurt. Went up big at halftime. Mississippi State slowly chipped away, and he was hurt and couldn't do anything. So it was just kind of like even if the defense had – even if the offense had been able to kind of figure it out um, or help out, I guess I could say help out the defense – we couldn't because Bo was hurt. Um, but I'm not, I don't see going to Starkville being an absolute loss again. Like, and it's in November. That's interesting. Playing them late. But seven and one, eight and one. And then Texas AM comes to Auburn. Nobody's, you know, Texas AM had the best signing class of all time or something because they paid everybody. Uh, but nobody's really that high on Texas. I mean, they're, they think they're going to be good, like top four in the SEC. But I just, I, f- I felt like they were going to be, you know, contending with Alabama. They've got to go to Alabama, I believe. Uh, yes. So they've got to go to Alabama and Auburn. Um, I just, I'm not hearing that. And I don't, they, they haven't announced their quarterback yet. Jimbo's always mad and always, something's always flustered over there. And I, it just seems like nothing's ever settled. Over there, nothing's ever good. Nobody's ever happy with them. So I don't know. I mean, maybe they're not that good. I don't know. So let's just go ahead and throw a win in there. So let's see. One, two, three, four, five, six and one, seven and one, eight and one, nine. Auburn's nine and one. This is realistic, people. Realistic. Are you scared of going to Mississippi State? Is anybody scared of going to Mississippi State? Raise your hand. Is anybody scared of going to Ole Miss? Auburn beat Ole Miss last year. This they they won ten games. Auburn beat them. Year one of Harson. All right. After Texas A and M, we got Western Kentucky, eleven and one. Then we got Alabama and Tuscaloosa. I don't talk about the Iron Bowl. So the only game I'm I'm saying Auburn loses either to Georgia or Ole Miss that stretch, just because it's two road games in a row. They he, they lose to one of those. So put it out there on Twitter right now. I just said it. We're eleven and one going to the Iron Bowl. I, I I don't. That's not ridiculous, people. Everybody agrees Auburn could be five and zero. Oh. Everybody, I've seen it. Everybody's like five and zero, oh, four and one at worst. Then you go to Georgia and Ole Miss. Everybody's chalking that up to two losses easily. I'm not scared of Ole Miss, so I'll give you one and one. And that that's big of me to give you one and one. I'd normally be saying. Georgia's terrible, but so we're talking six and one. 
Arkansas at home, seven and one. Mississippi State, it's always stupid there. That doesn't mean I think they're going to lose. You think Mississippi State is better than Auburn? Does anybody really think that? Just because you don't know who the quarterback is right now, a week before the season, you think Mississippi State's better than Auburn? In what way do they have better players than Auburn? None. None. Texas A&M, I agree. That's probably – it's at home, though. I was going to kind of equal it to Georgia. It's not. Georgia at Athens will be way hard, way tougher than Texas A&M at home. Good game, November 12th. We're 8-1, and 9-1. and one. We're pumped. Auburn beats Texas A&M. Zach Calzada comes in to win the game in the fourth quarter. Then Western Kentucky, the Hilltoppers. Is that Bobby Petrino? No, he's at – he's at uh, – where is it? Hold on. He's at like Central Arkansas or something. Bobby Petrino, Missouri State. Yeah, okay, never mind. Iron Bowl, 11-1. and one. Now, look, people, that takes a lot. It's it's hard to go eleven and one any year, um, anybody. So I'm not saying it's gonna happen, but I'm saying it's gonna happen. Um, all right, who we got here? Looking on the chat, we got a lot of people here. All right, uh, anything else? I was gonna talk one more thing. What was it? Sonny Desharis tearing it up. He's played 17 games for the Trash Pandas. He's gotten a hit, or he's gotten on base in all 17. Now, he's only got 12 hits, but he's been walked 19 times. That was before tonight's game, if they played tonight. Um, So, tearing it up. And that kind of proves, like, I know Brody Moore, he's single A for the Cardinals. Um, But the SEC is almost equivalent to triple-A baseball, it seems like. like Or maybe between double-A and triple-A. Because he walks straight in and just starts bombing. Straight in. Wood bat starts bombing. So, I think, like, minor league teams or major league teams, when they're looking, they're like, okay, he played in the SEC. He was good in the SEC. They're double-A at minimum. Again, Brody Moore's single-A, but... There's always going to be – it depends on the system, depends on the farm, depends on all that. So, um, Patrick Thompson on Facebook just said, who be Auburn quarterback this year? Uh, we don't know. Uh, one of my cohorts said he thinks it'll be announced Monday, which I agree. I think that is a good time to announce it. They've got the open practice. They've got a scrimmage. Um, I kind of thought they should do it before the open practice and let everybody kind of see who – not see who the quarterback is going to be, but kind of a a um, settled debate. Hey, we're not we're not looking at all three and not letting everybody get their own ideas. Like, we're just going to say, this is who the quarterback is going to be. So he's going to work with the ones, and he's going to be out there more than everybody else. Um, but it'll be announced. I, I don't agree on quarterbacks being announced. I, it's, it doesn't seem like as a, a tense situation as it always was under Gus because everybody just hated that Gus wouldn't say anything. Maybe I'm missing it, missing it, but nobody seems to be, really be asking um, Harson. I, I really haven't followed press conferences recently, but that used to be like, uh, I remember I had a tweet today 
from like five years ago talking about how everybody was complaining and they didn't know who the quarterback was. I'm like, why does it matter? Let them practice the team. The team might know, but why do you want to tell the other team who's going to play just to ease your mind? Like football situations and press conferences are not made for you. They're not made for you to have an ease of mind. Just like a TV schedule, a, a TV football schedule is made is not made for you. Sorry you don't like the games that week. That mean Auburn should change who they play before the Iron Bowl just because you don't like having to watch Auburn play Western Kentucky, Stuart Mandel. Like, oh, I'm sorry, Auburn's already played eight, seven SEC games and went on the road to Athens and Oxford and blah, 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 but you're mad that the week before the Iron Bowl later in the season they're kind of resting up and because they're about to have to go to Tuscaloosa. Sorry. So just like that, just like the seat, the, the schedule is not made for you. The coach doesn't have to tell you who the quarterback is just because you want to know and, and you won't feel settled until then. Sorry. I just got mad at nothing right there, but all right. How long have we been going here? 37 minutes. It feels like longer than that. Um, Looking forward to seeing Bennett Weldon says, looking forward to seeing Ashford and Calzada in first two games. We'll have to get it. We'll have it sorted out by Penn state. TJ is too immobile. And I I agree with all those things. I I feel like the first two games, I'm not going to say we're going to have a rotating whatever, but I, if Auburn's up 31 to three in the first half against Mercer, let somebody else play the second half. Let somebody play the third quarter. Let somebody play the fourth quarter. Just why not? Again, it's not to let everybody get an their own idea about who's better. And that honestly is probably a little bit of a um, scary thing to let people do that. It's a negative for letting people see because then, you know, how the idiots will be. Um, let's see. So first week, well, let's go real quick. Alabama plays Utah State. Didn't know that at all. I'm telling you people – I'm into it. I get into it. It it is almost my life during the season, but I just from February to about right now, and it will continue through football season. Baseball is as like my life, coaching baseball, running baseball, and it is the until my kids are eighteen and going to Auburn to play baseball, it's probably going to be this way. So we're talking eight eight more years. Um, so it, not that it's not important to me anymore. It's just, I don't have the time to look into it as much. Um, but during the season, I will be a hundred percent, uh, Alabama plays Utah state, Arkansas, Cincinnati in Fayetteville, Arkansas could lose that game. Auburn Mercer, Florida, Utah. That's interesting. Utah's, I mean, Florida's got their, their coach, Billy Napier first game. So Utah will be a tough match. I saw, well, one of the articles posted by Barning man on my, on warbloggle.com today was 20 basically 20 uh bold predictions and his bold prediction was that utah would be in the playoff georgia oregon that's pretty big that is big uh kentucky miami of ohio who cares i'm tired of people thinking kentucky's good they're not good they're in the east lsu florida state new orleans that is got the makings for a lot of hepatitis um old miss troy I actually got to 
tour Troy's facility this past summer or this past maybe a month ago. Um, Baby Bloggle 2 was playing in the state tournament for All-Stars, and it was at Troy. We had a dead day. We reached out to the coach. He let us go watch him work out. We got, went on the field. It was pretty cool. It was a nice little facility. So I'm pulling for Troy there. Uh, their coach is a new coach. He was a linebacker at Kentucky. Can't think of his name right now, but he played at Kentucky and he coached at Kentucky. Uh, Memphis and Mississippi State. Let's just say Memphis wins. Wasn't that last year where it's in Starkville? Yes, when Mississippi State lost to Memphis, but it was some terrible call. Yeah, that was something weird. Maybe Memphis will get them back this year or Mississippi State. Missouri, Louisiana Tech. Louisiana Tech's going to win that. South Carolina, Georgia State. Uh, mm, everybody's high on South Carolina, probably just because they beat Auburn with their backup quarterback last year at the end of the season. Um, Tennessee, Ball State, who cares? Texas A&M, Sam Houston State, who cares? Vanderbilt, again, they play at Hawaii this week, Elon next week. So, Georgia, Oregon's obviously the biggest one. Arkansas, Cincinnati, Florida, Utah, those are decent ones. Uh, so we will see. Um, any other questions in the chat? Yes. Troy watched me work out at the Troy. No, I watched them. Then, then it, there is a very, not, you know, Troy has beaten teams. They beat LSU and they beat Missouri in, in the past. Um, but there is such an obvious difference in those teams and just the size i'm not talking about how good they are the type of people they are but their size their size i mean they had a few big kids a few big guys um but yeah but no problem troy beat them beat old miss let's look at alabama schedule utah state and they have texas in austin had no clue i'm not kidding uh, Louisiana Monroe, yes. There we go. Trying to get back to 500 with them. Then Vanderbilt, then Arkansas, then Texas A&M, then Tennessee, then Mississippi State, then off week, LSU, Ole Miss, Austin P. Auburn. A little good little schedule there. Utah State, Louisiana Monroe early, Austin P. late, then a bunch of L- then a bunch of SEC. So that's pretty good. Is everybody watching, still watching the kick six? If if you are watching on Twitter, Twitch, YouTube, or Facebook, I've just got the kick six looped in slow-mo. And it's the view from the north end zone. So you can see his eyes. You can watch Cody Burns and Trey Mason on the sidelines. Faces light up. Um, you can see a few destroyed blindside blocks. He really only gets touched like for a half a second on the shoulder by a big offensive lineman. And the punter barely, not the punter, the kicker, barely scrapes him. <laughs> Cody Burns and Trey Mason both have a big old wide mouth going crazy. All right, been at it for 45 minutes. Remember when these used to be like 17 minutes when I used to drive home from work and just do them quickly? Um, I will eventually, I am. Hold me to this. If you're listening, hold me to this. Call me out on Twitter if I don't do it. I would like to do real bloggle spots where no video, no talking to the chat, just literally 15 minutes of me talking 
about what happened or what was said that day. I'm usually probably not going to do that till game weeks just because, you know, they're practicing, but I don't, until stuff happens, I don't really care. I'm, I don't, I'm tired of hearing the same points and I don't want to add, I just don't want to do the same thing. So hold me to it. I'm going to try to do three bloggle spots a week. So that's three little 15 minute tidbits. And then I would like to do a real podcast. I mean, this live stuff is fun, but I'd rather just sit here and talk and maybe have a guest or two or have other people from the bloggle sphere come in and talk. Um, so hold me to that three bloggle spots a week and hopefully maybe like a podcast every Monday post on Tuesday. Um, if you'd like to donate uh, to the War Bloggle Tailgate Fund, you can go to gofundme.com slash uh, and that will go to me. All right, I think I've run out of things. There was one other thing, I, but I cannot think of what it is. I'll do it on the next one. Maybe we'll do this again tomorrow. The only reason I did it tonight, baseball got rained out. So that is it. We will call it bloggle spot number 233 done war eagle